I would like to begin by acknowledging the Wajak Noongar people, the traditional custodians of the land on which I record this podcast, and pay my respects to their elders past and present. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here today. And welcome to the Post Party Project. My name is Amy Heinrich and I am your host. Join me as we chat all things postpartum, celebrating the highs and supporting you through the lows. Everything pregnancy and birth is just such an exciting time, but often chats about postpartum experiences get missed or overlooked because everything's about the baby, which we are also totally here for. But I'm here to hear you and hold you, figuratively speaking, and to listen to your experience. Think of this podcast as your safe space to share, vent, cry, laugh, and know that you're not alone. Now, let's get into it. Hello, I am back a little bit later than I had originally planned. (laughs) Honestly, when I finished up in December, I was like, you know what, I'll just take Christmas and New Year off and then I'll get straight back into it. Oh my God, but it just hasn't been the case. I've had so much random things go on. Even last week, I was planning to release this episode last, well, I was planning to record this episode last week and then... (sighs) when we were driving home from having lunch out on the weekend, something came from the sky and smashed my windscreen. So then last Monday I was getting my windscreen sorted and oh my God, it has, there's just been so much happening. So I'm going to fill you in on what's been happening. I have recorded a few interviews, which I'm very excited to release in the next few weeks. And I am so excited to get recording again. So as always, if you want to share your postpartum experience and your birth story, I would love to hear from you. Um, you can contact me on my Instagram at the postparty project, or you can send me an email, the postparty project at gmail.com. So let's start from the beginning, (laughs) well not the beginning, but from where I think I left off. I'm not even sure how much I've updated. If you follow me on social media, I may have done some updates on there, but regardless, I'm just going to take this episode to just talk for a bit and update you with what's been happening in my life. (laughs) So if we rewind back to October last year, seems like so long ago now, but we knew that our lease was running out, running out um, at our rental. So we were unsure what we were going to do. We could sign on for a little bit longer, sign on for a year, sign on for six months. But the house was really quite small and we were so close to buying our own home. So we'd saved our deposit and we'd been actively looking and I just felt that something would pop up soon. So we were just tossing up between ourselves what we should do. Should we stay on for a few months? Should we, I should say, we had the option to stay with Jared's parents. They, um, yeah, my partner Jared said that his parents would be happy to have us, which is so lovely of them to offer. And every day we would go to bed and we'd talk about it over the space of about a week. And in the morning, I would say, yeah, let's move back in with your parents. And Jared would say, no, I've been thinking, let's not, let's stay here. And then I would think about all the possible scenarios in my head, like the pros and cons. And then the next morning I would wake up and I'd be like, okay, let's stay here. (laughs) And Jared would be like, let's move back with my parents. (laughs) Oh, it was just such a hard decision. But 
yeah, I, I just kept leaning more towards moving in with his parents. And the reason was because we have so much coming up. So we had a few weddings in December. I had a couple of hens parties. We have our own wedding coming up. We have our own hens, our own bucks party. We wanted to go on a honeymoon. So I'm just calculating all these things in my head and thinking, I just think it would be better if we move back in with your parents to save some money. And that's what we decided to do in the end, right up until the last day that we had the chance to reply to our real estate agent. And even that morning we woke up and Jared was like, I think we stay here. And I was like, I think we should move. And he's like, are you sure? Like, he's like, I've lived with my parents before. You've never lived with them. (laughs) So... Yeah, I was like, how bad can it be? Also knowing in the back of my head, my mum, she originally, she'd always lived in the country. So she lived five hours away, but she was planning to move up to Perth as well. So in my head, I was like, it'll be fine. I can kind of bounce between houses. Like, it'll be good. Like, hopefully none of us get sick of each other and we'll be able to spread ourselves around a little bit. And some of the pros I had were, you know, Ivy will be able to be looked after by her grandparents if we need. Uh, It's going to be so good for her development development because um, Jared's mum is a primary school teacher as well and loves doing activities with her. And yeah, the biggest thing was just saving money and knowing that when we find our house, we can just move in straight away without having to break lease. That was, um, yeah, that was one of the main things for me. And yeah, so we moved house over the space of a couple of weekends, it was just hectic. Anyone who has moved knows how horrible it is. <laughs> and especially because we weren't moving into our own house. So when I've moved before, like I'm kind of, I can be like a messy packer and I'll just kind of throw heaps of things in my car and then drive them to the next house and just like put them in the room that they need to go in. Like even, um, like pots and pans and stuff. I just put them in my car and then just put them straight into the kitchen where they belong when we'd get to our new house. But this time we couldn't do that. So Jared's parents have a huge property and they've got a massive shed out the back. So we were lucky that we were able to store all of our stuff in the back shed. But in doing that meant I had to probably just pack like a normal person would pack when they're moving house, (laughs) but pack everything into big uh, crates and label them and put them. Yeah. So then they got stored in the shed. So we did that over a couple of weekends, like really tiring. And, you know, I think the first week or two weeks or so living with Jared's parents was like, I don't know, we were just all trying to find our feet with like where we belonged and how things were going to run in the house. Because it is tricky moving in with someone who they've already got their routines and their rituals and like Jared's parents, they haven't lived with anyone for like a really long time since Jared lived with them. So yeah, I think we're all just kind of adjusting to that. Um, But it was fine. It was like a little bit tense, I guess, at the start, but we all eased into it. And and, yeah, it was, it was good. Um, Around the same, a couple of weeks or how was it? Maybe like a month of living with Jared's parents. My mum got a house in Perth. So yeah, started staying with her a bit. um, And that was really good just to break it up a bit. But I should say a week after moving in with Jared's parents, our dog, Uh, we had a beautiful long haired black German shepherd. She, a couple of years ago, she got diagnosed with Aspergillus. I don't know if anyone knows that, what that is, but it's, um, a fungal infection that dogs can get. And when we got the diagnosis, we were told that it was basically, she was going to die from it. So 
whether that took six months or that took two years or 10 years, like they don't know how long dogs have to live. So yeah, that was really hard to hear at the time, but we had had her for two almost two and a half years. And then we moved to Jared's parents and that week we were packing up things to move. Our dog Marley had stopped eating. So we were trying to feed her everything. And she just, yeah, just wasn't interested. She started losing weight rapidly and that first week that we had moved in with his parents we had to make the call um yeah to say goodbye to Marley so that was really hard as well trying to grieve our best friend our dog while we were living with other people as well and having to yeah we ended up getting um, a vet to come out and euthanize her at the property and yeah that was really hard especially yeah with with Ivy. <laughs> Ivy's just so funny and just the innocence of a child is just yeah, like Marley uh we did it so she passed away in her bed and it was yeah, really lovely. But yeah, it's just it's so hard to make that decision because you just question if it's the right time, but we knew ultimately that this disease was going to kill her regardless and I'd heard horrible stories from friends where they left it too long and then their dog had passed away from a fit or a stroke or just something really awful so Marley had stopped eating for almost 10 days at this point she'd hardly eaten anything when she'd stand up her spine was completely curved and she was kind of walking on her tiptoes and she was just seemed to be in so much pain so yeah but it is really hard to make that decision and you just want to hold on to them as long as you can but yeah that was really tough all of that happening and then a couple of days later just such a whirlwind of emotions because we had so many good things coming as well but trying to grieve so a couple of days later I had um, my first uh, dress shopping with a couple of my girlfriends for my wedding dress Um, but yeah still thinking about Marley all the time I was like had a few cries in the morning but it was so nice to distract myself and go out with my girlfriends and yeah we went dress shopping and I was due my period and I was so bloated having trying on these dresses also I should say before we moved back in with Jared's parents I started um, just eating really healthy and exercising again it's the first time I really focused on it since having Ivy and I was really feeling good it was the first time I'd lost a few kilos like I'd really stayed around I know that yeah the weight the weight kilos or whatever doesn't matter but I just know what I had put on and stuff and I just felt gross. And so I think I'd lost three or four kilos and I was feeling really good. And we went to try on dresses, but this one day I was so bloated and I just did not feel good in any of these dresses. But in my head, I was like, it's fine. I have three months. Also, I know I'm crazy, right? Three months is not <laughs> not much time to like go looking for a dress. I know people go searching a year before, but we have been so chilled with our wedding plans. We've been together um, 10 years in March. So yeah, we were pretty chilled. We were just planning to have a party. Uh, Jared's parents have a huge property. So we were going to do um, a big outdoor kind of party with Mexican, um, like a Mexican food truck and we're going to have a guy making margaritas and yeah it was just going to be really chill vibes but we still had a pretty big guest list but I think we were going to yeah save quite a bit of money um through doing it that way anyway I digress (laughs) so anyway I'm trying on these dresses and I'm feeling so disgusting so bloated but I was like it's okay 
if I just stick with my healthy eating and my exercise, I will be fine. I will lose the bloat. You know, I'll feel good. And anyway, then we had, um, what did we do? So I started, then the next day we went out for breakfast with a couple of our friends and I was just feeling super nauseous, which was really random. And I thought I was getting the start of food poisoning. So we ate some chicken the night before and yeah, I don't know. I'm like a bit skeptical. So I was vegetarian for a couple of years and I've started eating a bit of chicken and stuff here and there, but I'm also very skeptical with what kind of chicken I eat. And I felt, I felt very skeptical over this chicken. (laughs) Anyway, the next morning I woke up and I'm feeling super nauseous and I was like, I knew it. It was that chicken. I've got salmonella poisoning. It's going to hit me so hard. Oh my God. Anyway, Jared felt fine. And he's like, I ate way more chicken than you. Like, I don't know. Maybe he's like, maybe I have a stronger tummy than you. So anyway, we went to breakfast with our friends and I still felt felt really nauseous um, hanging out with them. And yeah, then the next day I woke up still feeling nauseous and I was like, how long is this uh, food poisoning going to hang around for without actually like vomiting? I just felt disgusting. Anyway, my period was coming up to be due, which is what I was blaming the bloatedness for at the wedding dress fitting. And every couple of months I feel like, I don't know, anyone who's not on contraception, I don't know if you can relate, I would do a pregnancy test just to make sure. And with our wedding coming up, I was just, I'd always just think like, okay, I'm not pregnant this month. Great. Like I can be excited for the wedding again. It was like, as soon as like my period would come, I'd be like, great, I'm excited again. (laughs) Um, So I was doing my routine pregnancy test on the Monday, I think it was. And I literally did the test, put it down. I went to go get Ivy lunch, kind of didn't really think about it because my period was also still due. Like it, it was kind of, it was on the late side. Like it was like the month before I was a few days over. I think I was like six days over. So I was actually planning to go get my hormones and see a naturopath just to like rebalance myself. So in my head, I still had a few days for it to be normal, for it to still come. So I wasn't really overthinking it. Went to give Ivy some lunch and I came back a few minutes later and checked on it and, oh, my God, pregnant. <laughs> oh, such a shock. I literally, seeing those two lines come up, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. And, yeah, I was just there, <laughs> oh, just there by myself, like, or with Ivy, but, you know, and just, yeah, in such shock. I didn't know what to do. Just, you know, the next nine months or however long forever runs through your head and you're like oh what am I gonna do for this or straight away I was like oh my god the wedding I'm pregnant shit um yeah like what am I gonna do I had my hens party some of my best friends had been planning my hens party for like a few months and I just know that they were gonna make it so epic so then I just felt really guilty as well because I, I've just wanted to have, I've been thinking of having like a wens, you know, a wedding and a hens for so long that I just wanted to be able to have a few drinks and have fun at these events. But oh, I was like, what do I do? Also, another thought was Jared and I had discussed that we only really wanted two kids. So 
And I was like, so Ivy was a surprise baby. And then this one's obviously a surprise baby, but I wanted to, it to be really special the way I told Jared and I'm, he was coming home from work in a few hours. And I was like, what do I do? <laughs> anyway, I didn't do anything. I couldn't think of anything. I also like felt nauseous and couldn't really be bothered going to the shops to organize anything. So, and yeah, when he came home, uh, he was a bit grumpy, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember what the vibes were, but I remember sitting, he sat down in our bedroom and I was like, are you, are you grumpy? And he was like, no, I'm okay. And I have, I was like, well, I have something that might make you grumpy. <laughs> and I showed him the pregnancy test and he was like, oh my God. Like he was actually ha- really happy and gave me a hug. And then we were like, what do we do? And it was really hard because we were living, living with his parents and yeah, I just didn't know. Like I felt, we felt that I just wanted to absorb it a little bit before we told anyone else. So we just went for a walk and we kind of discussed like, what are we going to do with the wedding? Still didn't really know, but we decided to tell his parents that night anyway, that I'd just done the pregnancy test. And yeah, they were really excited um, as grandparents always are, I think. (laughs) And yeah. So just, so anyway, yeah, what we, where we've come from here is that we then decided, well, I decided Jared said it was totally up to me because he was happy to go ahead with our wedding party or he was happy to cancel it and, or like postpone it. So I decided that I still wanted to get married. We are coming up 10 years together in March and yeah, I'm like, I just want to be married. So <laughs> let's just still do the official paperwork, sign it off, get married, and then we'll still have our hands in bucks party and we'll just postpone the wedding party. So we might do it at the end of the year or we might do it in a year's time. Who knows? I just, yeah, I don't want to commit to anything right now. Just having no idea how I'm going to feel. So the baby's due at the end of July. So I don't know how I'm going to feel in December if we have it at the end of the year. Like well, I'm going to have a four or five month old what is that, July? Yeah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, like just remem- from remembering with Ivy, I felt like that first year was just really tough with sleep. And even just being away from Ivy, I just, yeah, I just don't really want to commit to anything. So we'll see how we go. But anyway, that brings me to how crazy things have been this last year. So I mean, last year, oh my God, last couple of months. So my first trimester pregnancy super nauseous, like so nauseous. It started straight away. So with Ivy, it kind of started around week seven, I feel, because I remember Googling, is it normal not to have nausea with Ivy? (laughs) Oh, how naive I was because it hit me so hard around week seven, week eight. But with this one, it hit me straight away. Like I would have been four weeks or so pregnant when I did the test and it was just, it just hit me. And yeah, all the vibes, all the feels come back where I just remember not being able to eat anything healthy, only craving takeaway foods. If you're able to eat healthy while you're in that first trimester, like, oh, good on you because the thought of anything healthy just super, I think it made me feel more nauseous. So yeah, my diet literally consisted of, oh, I don't even want to say (laughs) a lot of takeaway. Let's just say that. But anyway, I am now week 18 and I'm still eating occasional takeaway. I still don't crave salads, but I am craving salad rolls more so. Um, 
which is good, but I'm still eating some takeaway and I'm still finding it so hard to exercise or do anything. So I'm trying to take it easy. The nausea uh, subsided around week 14, which was great. I do still get nausea if I haven't eaten. Um, and yeah, I'm starting to feel, yeah, if I haven't eaten and I've got a really empty stomach, the nausea comes back, but it doesn't feel like an all day nausea anymore. I can kind of handle it a little bit better. And I can, I do, I can eat some vegetables and stuff now as well. Um, but yeah, anyway, so what else has been happening? So we're still staying with Jared's parents. We've been looking at heaps of home opens, um, the area that we really wanted to buy in is just not working out for us. <laughs> so all the houses are just, yeah, they're just not what we want. They're like a little bit smaller, but they're on larger blocks and they all, everything that's kind of come up in our price range needs quite a bit of work. And we're just tossing up the idea of what maybe we should just open our horizons, expand our horizons, should I say, and look a little further from the city. So we've gone a suburb further away from the city, but only by five minutes. And we've been able to find a beautiful four by two with high ceilings. Oh, I just love it. We've put an offer on and we got accepted the offer, but we are just waiting on finance at the moment. So please everyone cross your fingers and toes for us because yeah, it's been a bit tricky. Um, Jared's self-employed, even though we are totally fine to pay off our mortgage and everything, but yeah, I don't know if anyone knows how it is getting a loan, being self-employed. They just want to triple check a million things. So yeah, finance is taking a little bit longer than planned and hoped, but yeah, just everyone manifest and pray for us, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully we'll be moving into our own home very soon because I'm getting a little bit exhausted just jumping between houses. Um, yeah, it's been great. We feel very grateful to have both of our parents so supportive of having us live and bounce between their houses. And, you know, anyone who's got a toddler knows how messy toddlers are. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just like Hurricane Ivy comes through everyone's house. But I think they love it. So <laughs> I hope they love it anyway. Anyway, either way, hopefully we won't have to burden them with our cyclone toddler for too much longer. But in other news, we've got hens, bucks party, wedding things all coming up in the next month or so, which I am very excited about. Originally, I was so nervous about having a hens party being sober and pregnant, but because my nausea has kind of subsided a little bit and I'm so used to not drinking now. I remember this with Ivy. I remember at the start, it was like, oh, I felt really nervous going out, a little bit of social anxiety, not drinking. And then now like you just kind of get used to it being pregnant because you can't drink. So you don't even think it, well, for me anyway, I don't even think about having a drink that now I'm just used to being sober for the next however long it's going to be. So I am actually so excited. My hens is this weekend coming on Saturday. I don't know anything that's happening. My girlfriends are surprising me. Um, they I have full trust that they are making it as fun as possible for a pregnant sober person. Um, yeah, and I think it kind of works. Like at this age, a lot of my friends have little ones. Um, some of my friends are pregnant as well. Some are going to get lit, which I really want. I want everyone to like I'd love it if everyone could still have a few drinks and enjoy themselves on my behalf. And, you know, I just feel like being sober and being around my friends who are drinking and having fun. It just like 
I just like live off their energy anyway. So very excited for that. That's coming up this weekend. So my Instagram programming might be a little different to usual, but I'll update you guys on what's happening on my Instagram. I'm very excited. It's been so hard trying to find things to wear though, because I'm not in the like cute pregnant stage. (laughs) Well, I think some people look cute pregnant the whole way through, but I don't know for me, I'm just like, oh, like as I was saying before, when I was on my role of eating healthy and stuff before I found out I was pregnant, I was like starting to feel good about myself again. And then when I got pregnant, I was like, oh no, like I just like feel like I wanted to feel a bit better before getting pregnant again, which I know is just stupid, but I don't know. It's just kind of how I feel. So I've come into this pregnancy a few kilos heavier than what I started with Ivy's pregnancy. So I feel bigger, um, not in a cute pregnant way. Like I feel bigger in all of my limbs and all elements of my body. (laughs) So there's like one style of dress that I think suits me at the moment. So I'm a bit self-conscious about my arms. So I like a dress that's like off the shoulder and then kind of like flows out at my belly. I feel like that's a cute look. (laughs) So I've got a couple of dresses and I'm just going to see what works on the day. And same thing. So then we've got Jared's got his Bucks party on, we've got a long weekend next weekend, the long weekend in March in WA. Um, and then the weekend after we have, we're originally going to have our big wedding party on the 11th of March, but we decided when I found out I was pregnant that we would just do immediate family and we'd take everyone out for lunch and we'd get some wedding photos and stuff. And then we'd go back to Jared's parents' house and everyone can have a few drinks or whatever, but just super chilled. And I'm just so happy with this plan. I just feel like there's no pressure. I can go to bed early. Everyone else can stay up drinking or doing whatever else they want. (laughs) Um, And it is kind of handy that we're still at Jared's parents' house at the moment because Ivy's used to sleeping in the room that she's sleeping in. I was worried originally when we were going to have the party at their house that we'd go there and she just wouldn't sleep or something like just my worst nightmare that I'd end up spending the whole night in there and then not having the wedding party. Oh, you know how it is. But anyway, so that's on the 11th of March and then very exciting on the 17th of March on the Friday, we're flying to Queensland. So we're going to go on a honeymoon. We were unsure if we were going to, I really wanted to go to like Bali or Thailand, somewhere tropical, but my doctor has advised um, due to my history, if anyone's listened to my first episode where I go into my preeclampsia diagnosis and my help syndrome that I developed um, at the end of my pregnancy, yeah, my doctor just doesn't think it's a good idea, which is totally fair enough. And I think staying in Australia is actually going to keep my mind at ease a little bit more as well because it's Ivy's first trip. And if anything goes wrong, I know that I will be in good hands. So very exciting that we're doing that. And we kind of just thought it's pretty much now or never because we were like, do we just wait and then go on a holiday with a newborn at the end of the year. But I just feel like at the moment, Ivy's sleeping pretty well. I'm. <laughs> it's so funny hindsight. Hey, like when I was pregnant with Ivy, I was getting up to pee like three to five times a night being pregnant. And I remember just being so tired the next day, just like whinging about being tired. But this pregnancy, I feel like I think hindsight is, I know what it's like to get up with a newborn 
and, you know, a kid under one and how much Ivy woke up and how much she struggled with her sleep for that first year, that getting up three times a night to pee is just so easy and so great. I just try and keep my eyes closed the whole time and I literally go straight back to sleep and I feel great every morning. So it's just such a different experience that I think going on a holiday right now will be great. So I think I've got energy, whereas, you know, having a newborn or a baby at the second half of the year, I just know I'm not going to be getting sleep and I'm not going to feel like my best self. So might as well just do it now and it'll be fun. Like our our first and last holiday with just Ivy. So (laughs) I know a bit of sweet, but I'm really excited for it. So we're flying to Cairns and the plan is to stay in Palm Cove. So if anyone knows of any cool things to do in Palm Cove or in Cairns, please let me know. I would love your suggestions. And then we're going to go to Brisbane, fly to Brisbane. Jared's brother actually lives in Noosa. So we're going to go to Noosa for four four nights, I think it is, and spend some time with them and explore Noosa, which I'm really excited for. And then we're going to spend a couple of nights in Brisbane. So if anyone has any suggestions for Palm Cove, Noosa, or Brisbane, I would love to hear from you. (laughs) Um, And yeah, that's pretty much what has been going on. I don't know when we're going to find the time to move into our house if finance and everything goes through. Might just be when we get back, (laughs) but I will keep you updated with my life updates. And my next few interviews are going to be, well, they are great because I've done a couple already. I, um, yeah, I'm going to update you guys soon. And as always, thank you for listening to the Post Party Project. And thanks for listening, thanks for listening to me ramble on for the last half an hour or or so. If you want to share your story or have a chat, I am always open and I love hearing from you. So just contact me on my Instagram at the post party project. Thank you.